Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. And just yesterday I was reading an article that uh, was published by Bloomberg or the Bloomberg Markets magazine. And the actual title was called The Lure of Forex Conflict, Debt and Loss in a $400 Billion Industry. And yes, I did actually say billion dollar market. Um, it's written by a gentleman called David Evans um, on the 12th of November, as I said, for Bloomberg Markets magazine. So rather than read the whole article, because I thought it was it, the title just picked me uh, or just made uh, my eyes light up and say, wow, I want to have a read of all of this. And I can't remember where I was reading it, actually, but uh, I picked it all up. But anyway, this gentleman, uh, David Evans, has written this article. And it's rather than read the whole article, because it was quite a long article i'll actually read some of the comments in the article uh, and then i'll make a comment myself and then um, what i will do is i'll post a link to the whole article on our um our blog post so on our wealth within the blog i'll actually put it up there um so people can have a look at it so today's the the 14th of november so hopefully i'll get that up today if not i'll get it up earlier next week but to me this article says what I've actually been saying for many, 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 many years, and yet so few people actually listen to the message as they think it's not going to happen to them. And it's sort of like young people, you know, when they're driving cars and mums and dads say, you know, hey, just be careful, this could happen. Um, And young people don't think things will happen to them or accidents will happen to them. And, And it's the same in the share market. A lot of people don't think something bad will actually happen to them. And uh, and so anyway, I'm going to get into those quotes now. So quote one that I want to bring up, and uh, it's and I am quoting directly from the article. Um, it's Saturday afternoon in March, and more than 500 people have turned in for a two-hour webinar that tells them they can become rich trading foreign currencies. Success in trading is not a fantasy; it's a formula. Jared Martinez found Jared Martinez founder of Market Traders Institute, Inc., the oldest and largest such school in the U.S., tells his audience, we have the formula. How many people would like to learn a skill where in two days they could make $1,000? Martinez asks that afternoon, I'm here to tell you I can teach you how to trade consistently. It's the easiest, most predictable and safest way to invest. Remember we're talking about the FX market or foreign exchange. It's the easiest, most predictable and safest way to invest, Tormos says. Many of you are missing out on opportunities to build a retirement nest egg. Again, I'll say, remember they're talking about the foreign exchange market. So my answer to that uh, sort of comment is learning to trade profitably against the biggest institutions with the, big, with the best traders in the world, in the largest and most manipulated market in the world, it's just not possible in two days. And I'm, I am surprised that any novice could think that they could enter the lion's den and actually come out alive. Remember that this is the FX market, which is 
really run by the big institutions, uh, big, the big banks around the world. They, these guys play with this market all the time. And so therefore it is like the lions going into the lion's den and, and you're not armed basically. Um, the second quote I want to I want to bring up is one person familiar with the webinar pitch is Dan Gratton, a 71-year-old retiree who lives on Social Security in Kingman, Arizona. He said he's been a student of the Institute for two years and hoped and had hoped that taking its home study classes and watching webinars would have helped would help him succeed with forex trading that hasn't happened probably the most consistent thing is losing Grattan says well uh, my answer to this is really uh, in my experience often the failure of a trader is not the education they received but in but in that the trader did not put the time and effort required to become a trader and or they did not follow what they were taught uh, and that's uh, and I've been helping people for nearly 20 years, and I find that so common that you can give people information and really good quality information, yet um, they fail to follow it or they fail to apply it correctly. Um, and pretty much every week I, I pick up stories from different people. I mean, I had an, an email this morning from a gentleman who's been on our, your trading mentor lessons, and he just said, you know, he said, wow, some of the stuff that you uh, that you've said in there since i've actually gone through lessons i've actually proven that what you're saying is true on on those lessons whereas his thinking prior to that was totally different um and that's what i'm saying is that a lot of people don't put the time and effort required to become a trader and, and or, or they didn't follow the rules a lot, a lot of the people that um, trade and fail don't follow their rules so whilst this gentleman has not made money it doesn't not does not necessarily mean that the educator actually failed him or the company that he was learning with failed him. That said, the majority of education in this area, as indeed most trading education, is not really of a high standard. And and what I mean by that is not a lot of depth to it. So it's more of most educators um, do what I would call the dump and run strategy, where they dump education into in, into the participants on a on the in the workshop in two days and. Um, then they run. So that's sort of what I find most of the educators try and do. They sort of, it's a cheap, easy way for them to do it. They go in, hit it once, get all the information or education out, and then they go and then have to support it. Whereas it's, you can't learn how to be a professional trader in a professional market such as foreign exchange in a few hours over a weekend. It's just, it's just never going to happen. Um, quote number four, if you don't mind me shuffling my paper, um, is, and Oh, sorry, again, I'm quoting directly from the article. And they are allowed to supercharge their bets, and the word is bets, with a kind of leverage, as much as 50 to 1, that investors in other asset classes can only dream of. That kind of juice can lead to wins, but more often than not, it leads to big losses. Investors can have their entire investment wiped out in a matter of days. Forex trading is like gambling at a casino because the odds are always stacked against you, says Michael Greenberger, who was the director of the Division of Trading and Markets at the Commodity Futures Trading Commission from 1997 to 1999. So this guy is, again, he was the director of the Division of Trading and Markets at the Commodity Futures Trading Commission in America. So it's a very, very qualified person to make the statement. So he's, as again, his statement was, Forex trading is like gambling a casino because the odds are always stacked against you. Um, he goes on to say, people are lured into Forex trading the same way they're attracted to a roulette table. Greenberger says, it's a no-win proposition. 
Now, now my answer to this, I totally agree with him, and I've seen it many, or seen it time and time again, as would-be traders get on a bandwagon of chasing high returns um, for little effort, or they think, well, little, for a little bit of effort, I can get a high return. In the 1990s, you know, to me, it, well, put it this way, in the 1990s, people were coming to me and they were telling me it was, it was futures trading. Um, you know, they were trading things like the, the, the Australian market or overseas markets on futures contracts. Then the next wave was options trading. And then in the early 2000s, people were talking about CFD trading because it hit the town in 2002. Um, then it was the E-minis, and then it was back to options again. And then now, we're getting a landslide of people wanting to trade forex because there's so many of these forex companies popping up around the world and only this morning I got contacted by one in Cyprus who were wanting to do business with this now I'd never heard of them before and that's you know to me it's like why are you chasing me because they and if you look at what they're doing and I'm not saying this specific company but a lot of ones that are coming to me I'm looking at their um, their information on their website who they are what they do, where their licenses are, and there's a lot of them that aren't very, the only word that comes in my mind, it's probably not absolutely correct, it's chonky. Um, There are a lot of dubious, that's probably a better word, dubious companies in that forex market, so you need to be very, very careful. Um, And yet, if uh, basically, obviously, we're getting, as I said, right now, a lot of people wanting to trade forex, yet if I were asked 90% of the people trading forex today, if they actually understood the risks, I know with ninety, I know that ninety percent of them would not be able to answer me. And the thing is that most of them don't understand the actual risk they're taking. There's that perceived risk they know they can lose, and they look at the leveraging part of it, but they actually don't look look at any anything else. And most could not even tell me where their cash was being held and if their cash was actually safe. Now, quote number five, it's it, it's it's titled "Conflicting Interest" in the actual article. And it goes on to say, because OTC trading isn't done on an exchange, the Forex broker becomes the client's counterparty, taking the other side of the transaction. If an investor wages the yen will rise, the broker bets it will fall. Now, my answer here is OTC means over the counter, which means it's just like buying a product over the counter shop. You have the shopkeeper and, and yourself. And they hand, you have a money, hand over money and they hand over a product. In OTC or over the counter, you are trading against the provider of the service. So the person that's providing the contracts to or the trade is the person on the other side or the company on the other side. And these guys are like the casino in that the odds are really stacked very much in their favor. Now, trading over the counter in FX is like showing your cards to the enemy. A lot of CFD providers also what they call over the counter um, trading. It's done over-the-counter trading because the, 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 they're on one side of it and you're on the other side of it. So you're not, there's no stock exchange in the middle. Like the Australian Stock Exchange is not in the middle of transactions on a lot of CFD providers and a lot and these FX providers are not in the middle of it. So therefore, you don't have the protection of the Australian Securities Exchange. You don't have the protection um, of the Banking Act quite regularly and you don't necessarily have the protection of ASIC, especially if these Forex companies are offshore. If they're offshore... The ASX is not going to help you, the ASIC can't help you, the ACCC can't help you, and the Banking Act, or APRA, um, is who under, who's the banking regulator, they won't be able to help you. But I see a lot of people setting up co- accounts with these offshore FX providers only to not understand the risk they're taking with the money. You ship 10 grand over there um, and put it in an account with an overseas FX provider, you're in trouble if they, if they can just shut up and take your money. 
and it is as serious as that. So you need to be understanding what you're doing, and there is a big conflict of interest here when you don't have a middle, don't have an ASX or an exchange in the middle of the transaction. Then it goes on to say that the next section or the next quote is um, it, it's titled zero sum. It says ninety percent of all novice traders fail. He says during the MTI's March webinar. So obviously this is back to the the gentleman running the webinar. This is a zero sum game like paying poker where the losers pay the winners. He adds speaking softly, patiently. If you can land within this 10%, you don't you think you can make a lot of money trading forex? So here even the gentleman running the seminar educating people to trade forex is saying that 90% of those watching his webinar are doomed to fail. So whilst I totally agree with him that you can make a lot of money trading in this market, the chances anyone will are very, very slim. And surely it makes sense to have the probability on your side. So if you want to trade profitably, then Forex is not where you should start. Surely it sounds fantastic, but as I alluded to earlier, the majority are like lambs to the slaughter. It's far easier to be more profitable to trade something in which you have a far higher probability of success. Now, successful traders are created through gaining the knowledge getting the experience, and equally important is doing the required work to ensure you're successful. Um, and as I said, because this guy was talking about it, it's a zero-sum game, which means you're playing against a professional who knows all the rules because, remember, conflicting interests, they actually set the rules. So if you're playing, let's say, for example, I'm playing a game with you, and I don't tell you all the rules, who's going to win? And what a lot of people don't understand in this market is you're playing against people who are the rule makers. And therefore, the chances of you winning are very, 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 very slim. You need to understand how to trade first before you get into a market like this. And this is why so many actually fail. But it, again, it's it's to me, it's it's also, um, and, and people that have been um, listening to some of my webinars in the past, uh, or some of those, um, uh, some of them may remember um podcasts in the part uh, in in the past that I've done I've done quite a few different ones on different things um, to the quote another quote I've got here from the article um, is that most retail currency investors lose money most of the time according to the industry's own data reports to clients by the two biggest publicly traded over-the-counter forex companies which are FXCM Inc or at stock ticket code FXCM, and Gain Capital Holdings Inc. show that on average 68% of investors had a net loss from trading in each of the past four quarters. So nearly 70% had losses in each of the past four quarters. These kinds of losses make for investor churn. The average over-the-counter Forex investor drops out of the market after just four months, according to the National Futures Association retail forex investors many of whom are well educated in fields other than finance now they enter into the market that is lightly regulated opaque and rife with conflicts of interest they are enticed by pitches from coaches like martinez saying that people can finance their retirements trading forex again the industry's own bodies are telling you that you're going to lose most of the time or the average person does. What I found the interesting thing is, is many the statement of many of whom are well educated in fields other than finance. Often the people that are more who are better educated think that they're smart enough to not get caught, but they're the ones that exactly do get caught. So my answer to some of you may remember some of my 
um, past podcasts, as I was alluding to a second ago, where I share my experience with brokers in Australia. Now, every time I meet with brokers, I ask them about their clients, and I have yet to find one that has not confirmed to me that 80% of their trading clients lose money. And some indicate this figure is actually high. And as such, they have a high churn on clients and generally contact me to send them educated clients who survive. Because if they get more, if they get clients that survive a lot longer, they actually make more money. And that's what we're doing it. So as I said, you know, whilst this market can be profitable, as I was saying before, you really do need to understand how to trade first before you go to there. The thing is, is these companies push out, um, FX companies push out free education. Learn how to trade the Forex in 10 minutes. It's free education. We'll teach you how to do that. What you're actually doing is going to the casino for the casino to teach you how to lose to them. And that's the bottom line. And you, you, to me, never get ex- educated by an over-the-counter product in what their product is in terms of how to trade it because they know exactly how you're going to trade it. They know your rules because they're teaching you the rules and then they know how to stack the odds in their favor to take your money. Uh, that's the bottom line and I'll end it there. So if you're looking at trading FX or you are trying to start trading FX, you need to be very, very careful. Again, nothing, the ignorance, uh, as Einstein said, um, education, is the realization of our ignorance you need to educate yourself um, before you get into that market and do it independently of that market so so that i'll leave the uh, leave that with you so hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast if you've got any comments you want to send us some emails please do remember to get onto itunes and rate this podcast so um, click on the itunes rate it as a five give us a comment send us some questions in if you like um, just to remind everybody we are doing a your trading mentor workshop on the 29th of november here in melbourne it's a kilda so if you uh, where tickets are selling fast there's not too many spots left so if you want to come and see me um, teach you how to trade live um, we'll, we'll be putting um, i will be applying analysis to stocks with current data so you can see what to do in the weeks coming forward and what the market's going to do anyway i'd love to see you there just give the guys a call on one 742 i look forward to chatting with you i'm dale gill i'm the chief analyst here at wealth within, wealth within. take care have good luck and good training bye-bye thanks for listening to this week's podcast For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation.